My love, welcome to The Real You Podcast, where each episode I promise to show you that connecting your soul line to your girl line does not need to be that complicated. My name is Sarah and I am your hope and belief spirit guide with a bucket ton of passion for your mind, body, health and happiness. And I am here to empower you to really see that you can have it all. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of The Real You Podcast. And today I want to talk about triggers, emotional triggers. Um, So I've been experiencing quite a few triggers um, over the past few weeks and triggers feel uncomfortable. And for this very reason, for most of my life, um, I ran from them because I didn't want to feel the discomfort. Um, But what I've come to learn and what I want to kind of teach you today is that triggers are actually your secret weapon for transformation if you can face them with a curious mind rather than just heading for the hills. So quite often when we are triggered, we will feel almost a level of shame around it, depending on what the situation is, because sometimes a situation may, on the outside, so if you were looking at somebody else in the same situation as you, if you saw somebody being triggered, you would be like, wow, that's like, that's quite an irrational response to, you know, a basically a situation which doesn't seem to really um, warrant that kind of um, response. But each of us have um, different responses to different situations and different emotional triggers depending on, you know, our own life experiences and our own life conditioning. Um, And sometimes, you know, they can make us feel angry or make us feel envious or guilty or sad but the big thing that you need to do is to turn inwards and always ask yourself okay so why am I why am I actually feeling like this right now um because emotional triggers are telling us which aspects of our life we are frustrated or unsatisfied with. And, you know, as I said, it can be very different for each person, but they're actually great tools for helping us to evolve because when we can identify what is actually bothering us, we can take action to protect not only our mental health, but also to actually deal with, with the trigger so that the next time that it comes up it doesn't feel so um the trigger won't be as strong because we can then take actionable steps to take care of ourselves and to develop a stronger inner voice to help us to be able to just kind of ride these situations out which is so important if you think of it because if you are someone who when you are emotionally triggered, you immediately are, you know, you head to the kitchen and eat, or maybe you're, you want, you go and you wine, you go and drink wine, or you shop, or whatever the thing is that you do to deal with the, or maybe you just play small, maybe you hide away and kind of, you know, then feel resentful because you've, you've not spoken up, or the trigger has made you feel really like shameful and crappy about yourself. Um, 
So you have to develop this strong inner voice to help you navigate through so you don't keep um, letting emotional triggers sabotage, you know, how you live your life, basically. Um, Because when we know our emotional triggers, we then also have the power to, you know, look at situations and go into them with, um, you know, a bit of foresight about how we are going to respond to things. Um, and you know, this is very, um, for things on social media. So one of the things I will always do with my clients is I will get them to do a social media detox because very often we follow accounts on social media that we think are, you know, we're going to use them for motivation. We're going to use them to be like, oh yeah, look, they've got my dream life, but quite often they can have the opposite effect because if they keep triggering you emotionally and, you know, making you feel crap about yourself and making you not feel good enough and, you know, you then through, instead of responding to this trigger in a way to think, okay, so why do I feel like that? What am I going to do like that? If you don't have the, um, ability to be able to do that you haven't got you haven't developed the skill set to be able to handle your triggers in that way then it will keep dragging you down and it will keep it will keep um it will keep you stuck um and so that's why it's so important to you know to actually deal with them so i mean triggers can be anything um my triggers over the last few weeks have been um feeling disrespected um for people um a couple of friends kind of you know we had arranged to speak and then they kept rearranging um the times or not getting back to me and just kind of like it felt very like it was just kind of disrespecting my own respecting my disrespecting my time and making me feel unimportant so then I had to turn inwards and actually ask myself okay so that's how it's making me feel. It's making me feel disrespectful and it's making me feel unimportant. So where in my life am I making myself feel, where am I not respecting myself and where am I not making myself um, feel important? And I had to do some, some digging around that. And one of the things that kind of came up is I've been really struggling with um, my motivation to want to actually exercise other than walking and you know exercise for me I know it's something I do because it's it's respectful towards my body so that was one way that I felt that I was disrespecting myself so then when somebody mirrored that into me okay so you know making me feel more more disrespected that's why I felt like a riled cat um and then the unimportant thing was, you know, I was kind of deprioritizing myself a little bit for, um, you know, m- my self-care. And so I knew that then I needed to make sure that I was staying on top of that. I was just getting caught up in doing a lot of work things. And, you know, you have to be very careful to keep to keep the balance, especially, you know, when you're when you're self-employed, it can be, you know, entrepreneur, whatever it can be very easy to for the balance to tip and you feeling like you have to um work all of the time and you can you know it's the same with anyone in life but you know my own personal experience is that sometimes you can feel like you should be do do doing more and then your self-care gets kind of you get deprioritized so I, I wasn't feeling that I was important enough over my work to make sure that I was still feeling okay in the middle of all of the the craziness um 
And, you know, we all have triggers because we once we were all children and as children, we all experienced things that we just didn't have the emotional intelligence to process or deal with sufficiently um, at the time. And that, that, those are things that upset us and caused us pain. Um, and as adults, when we are triggered, um, it is often because it is a mirror to the old un, undealt thing that things that happened in childhood. And as adults, we have all developed a new way of coping with the trigger. And it could be eating, it could be drinking, it could be withdrawing, going into mega people pleasing or going into needy mode or feeling enraged and angry, none of which actually helps you to deal with the trigger and move past it. So you get stuck in the same cycle repeating over and over, which long term means these get in the way of you feeling the best you can and having healthy relationships because it would have been very easy for me in you know my situation with my friends over the last few weeks it would have been very easy for me to project that and make that about them and actually what I need to do was just to you know own my shit and say okay so that was a disproportionate reaction to you know what they had done and I just need to say to them you know this is not okay that you didn't communicate with me and that you you know you kind of um you didn't you you just kept rearranging sorry I'm stuttering a bit here you just you just kept rearranging without kind of telling me um that's not okay and then you can move past that with a friend you can move past that in a relationship but if I'd been projecting going you made me feel disrespected and you made me feel unimportant and all of this when actually that was never their intention that was just my perception and um, that would have ended very differently in in how our relationship went. But as it is, the boundaries were just put in, and they know that you know that's not acceptable, um, and that we've we've moved past it. And what you persist, resist. What you resist, persist. So the more you try and shove down the the kind of triggers, those feelings, the more they will keep showing up on your life until you actually start to start dealing with them. So once you know the triggers, you like, I always look at it like it's kind of exciting because when I get a trigger, I'm like, Ooh, what's this? So I'm like, Oh, hello trigger. Why, why are you there? Why, what are you trying to actually show me right now? And you know, where could maybe this, where could this have, um, where did I experience this perhaps in childhood? And if it wasn't in childhood, then when have I, when have I experienced it? Um, so I think I've, I've mentioned on my Instagram, I've been doing a lot of inner child work, um, on, you know, over the past, I'd say the past like six to seven months, I've really liked, that's been a big, a big focus for me. Um, and you know, it's something that I am now, um, coaching, um, some of my clients through because it is so damn powerful, because when you start to make those links and you can start to see that on the inside, you know, the, the disproportionate triggers are sometimes your little six-year-old self in there having a temper tantrum because she is feeling hurt and angry and she's trying to say to you, yo, come on, like I'm feeling hurt and emotional right now. Can you please let me know that I'm okay? Can you please, you know, give me what I need? And part of doing the inner child work is you you reparent this um 
this little child that is inside of you and everyone has an inner child and whether you're into the woo-woo or not and I wouldn't even say this is woo-woo this is like you know this is something that we all experience um, and whether or not we choose to accept it that's that's a different a different matter but you know in the subconscious part of your brain is all of the experiences um that you had as a little child and your little child is still in there experiencing these triggers and so you know as part of the inner child work you go back and you you reparent and as you do that you start to notice shifts in you know like your internal world when you're connecting to your inner child regularly is a much calmer place um I 100% like I connect to my little Sarah every day in some shape or form um and you know either through meditation or through writing in my journal and it's just a case of checking in with her to see that she is okay what she needs um and often something that I found really helpful is that sometimes in first thing in the morning if I know that I have you know, a busy day, which is just full of kind of work, um, work stuff and stuff that's maybe not that kind of joyful and interesting, um, that I will do this little, um, what do I want to call it? Routine. Is that the right word? Um, I think that's the right word. I'd have this little thing where I will put her in a kind of, um, playroom for the day so that she is in there playing and, um, that kind of then stops, the I've found it's really helped me with my procrastination because um, she's not in there trying to fight for my attention and to try and get me to you know not do the things that needs to be done to actually let me just go and um, get on with the kind of adult tasks that that need doing in order for me to you know run my business on a day-to-day basis so it's something that's been really powerful um, for me so um, if you don't know anything about the inner child, then I really, I really encourage you to, you know, start getting curious and start having a read up um, about it. And as part of the course that I'm releasing um, soon, Inferior No More, Inferior No More, Inferior No More, there is going to be some inner child work in there. Um, so if it's something that you want to start exploring, that's going to be like an ideal place for you to um, start. So once you become aware of your triggers and you understand what's behind them, then that's when you can start to heal yourself, which is powerful. And then over time, those triggers become less triggering and you get to evolve as a person. You feel empowered to respond in a healthy way and not turn to using like the old unhealthy coping mechanisms, which, you know, sabotage, sabotage you and your life. So my big thing and my take home for you for this podcast is to encourage you to start using your triggers to grow. So, you know, when you are feeling um, that kind of cat-like flare up, rare up, whatever you want to call it, to something, just pause, don't react straight away don't like go into your normal response just pause in that moment and get curious and ask yourself okay what what is this what are you trying to show me and just write it down or you know make a note of it and explore it later on and really like dig into okay so what was it about the situation what are the words that I could use to describe what was I what was I feeling And then ask yourself the question. So when you've got that, so then switch the questions around and be like, okay, so how am I, you know, how am I not um, seeing myself? 
how am I not um how am I making myself feel unimportant where am I betraying myself where am I feeling un- unworthy and really use them really use them to you know help yourself grow um as a person so this stuff doesn't shift overnight um and you know you have to be patient and kind and compassionate to yourself always for everything but you know just be mindful that when you start doing this work that it it really is it's another it's another skill and it's a lifelong practice because you will never get to a stage where you are you know never emotionally triggered and that you don't have to kind of manage this stuff but you will get to a stage where you will become better at going oh yeah there's that trigger and I know that I am not going to respond I know how I'm going to respond to this or you will stop and you will think how do I want to respond to this what do I need right now do I need the food no probably not do I need the alcohol probably not and you just get better at that process and then that's the thing that you then just feel more empowered and more in control and you can actually like I used to be emotionally triggered a, a lot of the time and my triggers have become less and less and less I used to feel very, um, you know, in any kind of group situation or even just in like, you know, even small, small groups, I would find myself always feeling really like angry and on edge because um, I felt like I wasn't being seen. And I, and it was, it was because I was um, playing small and um, hiding, hiding part of myself away and it was only when I started going okay so what can I do to not hide myself anywhere away anymore how can I stop playing small that that's when you know I was able to start showing up and and to start feeling different so my take-home message is use your triggers don't run uh, don't run from them use them um, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful. Um, any questions, head over to Instagram and send me a message and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Real You podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I would be truly, truly grateful if you could share this with your friends on your social media. Do not forget to tag me in any social media platforms that you share it on. Then the icing on the cake would be if you could head over to iTunes and leave me a review and some stars. You are amazing. You are more capable than you know. Until next time, my queen, keep it real.